Yo, what's up, friends? Welcome back to the local podcast. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Greensburg Video. That's my video and photography company located right here on Main Street in Greensburg. If you and your company are up for some fresh ideas and some engaging content, look no further than Greensburg Video. You can check out my work at gbgvideo.net or greensburgvideo.com. My portfolio is growing daily, so you can check that out. Shoot me a message, and we'll figure out a strategy for you. Speaking of advertising, you can do that for your business right here on The Local Podcast. If you're interested in that, hit me up at thelocal724.com. All right. Today on the show, we have a recording artist and the CEO of Hi-Fi Productions. You may have heard this dude all over WYEP all week long. It's Lynn Starr. Let's do it. Welcome to the local 724 podcast in three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the local podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Hauser. Today with me, we have Lynn Starr. He's a recording artist and uh, he just happens to be chilling out in Vegas right now. How's the weather out there, sir? Oh, it's pretty, pretty nice. <laughs> pretty nice. <laughs> it's consistently nice. Yeah. <laughs> So why don't you, uh, let's start right at the beginning. And why don't you talk to me a little bit about like your childhood, how you grew up, where you grew up and how you got into music. Where childhood, where I grew up, how I grew up, how I got into music. So, um, when I was younger, uh, I, I grew up with living with my mom mostly. Um, but you know, I, I would see my dad often, you know, um, and I would go over my dad's house and, my dad used to, I guess, at one point, everybody wanted to be a rapper, and that's still the same thing. So he used to go to the studio, um, and he would take me, um, and he would rap, and he would let me cuss and do stuff on the track. It was hilarious. It was funny. Um, and I guess that had an impression on me. Um, actually, which is really funny, it's cyclical. This is really how life is full circle, right? The same studio he went to at that uh, time when he took me was the same studio I ended up going back to to actually start recording my own music when I was 15. Nice. Well, not so it wasn't the same studio, but it was the same <clears throat> engineer, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. So uh, shout out to uh, Soy Sauce and Tough Sound Recording because that's who that was. Um, so, you know, and as I was growing up, uh, one of my favorite rappers I remember when I was five years old, um, my dad used to make me rap his lyrics was DMX, um, which is ironic oh. as hell. Um, RIP, you know, right? Um, so that's, that's something that, that was a part of me as a young, young and too. But, um, when I turned 10, uh, I realized I could sing. So I was like singing that's, so all that other stuff was just, you know, like first impressions on me about music, but I realized I could sing. So I was telling my mom I could sing. They were like, kind of whatever. All right. So they put me into music camp. They're like, all right, we're going to give them something to do. They put me into music camp and one day my dad walks in to pick me up, but I'm singing. Now, he doesn't know it's me singing. He's just coming to pick me up. And some dude's like, hey, come listen to your son sing. And still, he doesn't know that's me. And he's like, he comes in and he looks through the partition. He's like, oh, that was Lynn singing the whole time? And he's like, yeah, man, your son can really sing. Like, he's like, whoa, he gets on the phone with my mom immediately. And he's like, did you know Lynn can sing? So they're, they're like, what do you mean? Like, they're just talking about it so then they send me to a um, performing arts middle school um the performing arts middle school uh, i guess was just to further that creative um flow you know that i was having 
but mm-hmm. it was um it was like you you get into majors in that school so you get to choose like um it's kind of like college <laughs> but it's like like college it's like a conservatory you know i'm um, like an arts conservatory but mm-hmm. it's for younger young and younger students so like i was i was in sixth grade i would still take like english math science and all those other classes but at the at one part of the day i'm singing i'm singing all day that's like what i do now you know um so then i go from there to a high school and so i'm singing all the fucking time um but when i when i got to about like ninth tenth grade i was listening to childish gambino and and I like so there were some dudes in school who were rapping and they always wanted me to sing on shit. This is the time when my voice was changing. I was no longer a tenor. I was feeling distraught. Like everything was horrible. Mm-hmm. And I thought I couldn't sing anymore. <laughs> right. So but I'm listening to Childish Gambino and he's rapping and he's singing. He's and like, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, you know, I can sing a little bit like, you know, I can let me try to rap. So like that from there, like I'm 15 years old and I'm like, I'm going to be a rapper. Like That was that was it. I just listened to a Childish Gambino song. Um, I was like, I'm going to be a rapper. Uh, and after that, I just continued down that road of rapping. I don't know. I started, when I started rapping, I, I guess I kind of started rapping really well. Not to do my own horn. I started rapping like good enough to rap with my friends who were rapping since they were like seven. And I was 15, you know, and I'm right. I mean, obviously they're a little bit better than me, but I'm catching up. I'm like really catching up. And it's really like I, I showing that I'm a, I'm a good lyricist. Like, and so I guess from 15, on, I'm just writing a bunch of raps, but around 20 something, I'm starting to gain confidence in my voice again. So we're having this mix of music and talent and uh, all of these, all of these things that I've just been working on is just like now coming to bloom. Um, and, and now you have me now. So that's the music, but I grew up on, uh, the Hill district and the North side of Pittsburgh. So like both of those places I was mm-hmm. constantly at. As well as um my school, my high school being downtown. So I also downtown Pittsburgh was also a place that I would roam as well. So that's how I grew up, where I grew up, and how I got into music. Did I answer all of those questions? Everything. Perfectly. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> there we go. So I do know that um, you know, when you ended up, you went to uh Seton Hill, right? Yes. So a little bit of Greensburg in you too. Yes. Very nice. So a little bit of Greensburg. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what did you do at Seton Hill? Um, the same exact thing. Music. I went to same. school for music. I, I don't even know why I skipped that part. Yeah. I went to school for music uh, in Greensburg. <clears throat> so uh, self-proclaimed rapper walking around Greensburg who also sang opera. <clears throat> that was, <laughs> that was fun. Dude. That was fun. I, it's really cool because like, uh, we talked a, a real briefly before we started recording this and I was telling you like, you know, some of your, some of your music, like, man, really just like, I was jamming to it this week and I was just like, man, this is like really awesome. I really enjoyed, uh, especially on your new album. Uh, the new album's called Tierra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on the new album, uh, there's one EP, song on it's there. An EP. I don't want to call it anything an album until I'm, I'm, I made it, but so yeah, (laughs) no, you're good. Um, the, uh, what was it? 96 Corolla. I think Mm -hmm. dude, like that song is just like, that's awesome. Baby Rose garden, like all the ones like, uh, towards the end of the EP for me, really, Mm -hmm. we're just like, I really can see what you were talking about with like your singing abilities and your rap abilities. Very, very cool stuff. What's your favorite type? 
what's your favorite type to sing? Like, are you like, do you like to do like the mix or just one specific? If you not like 96 Corolla was, if, if that was a style, whatever the style that was, that would be what I like. Yeah. Um, because I, I, I'm able to pull off all the lyricism that I want while like giving you like, you know, so vocals that show like, Oh, he can, he can sing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and that, so that's my favorite. That's my favorite style. That's really Dude, cool. I don't know what that is. I don't, is that, that's just a mix of us. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's you, man. That's awesome. That's kind of, that's a lot of fun though. That, uh, you know, we really can't pinpoint it. I think that's when you find out something's pretty special or very unique. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. So now, now that, uh, you know, you're all grown up and you're doing your own thing. You, uh, you know, you have a a son, correct? Yes, I do. So what's, uh, what's, what's dad life? Like, how's that in the mix Uh, of, you know, being an artist? I don't, it's kind of weird. I feel like my life has gotten a little bit easier in a way since i became a dad um it's i know that sounds crazy to a lot of people um well i'm so i'm 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 one of like 17 siblings um i know that sounds crazy as well but so kids kids in my life like babies in my life is not anything hard you know i understand what like you're, you're crying and you you have like three reasons you're crying you need change you need some food or you're just uncomfortable for no damn reason so like you know like I don't know. Like I, I get that part, but like, it's, it's giving me a lot of purpose, I guess. Like when I say it made it easier, every step I, I, I make is very intuitive. now. Um, yeah. It's very, I can, I, I'm filling things out way better than I, I was. Like, I don't know. It, it's kind of like that adult thing clicked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm glad it clicked while having a kid. Cause I've seen a lot of people not click while having a kid. And I'm like, wow, you need to grow the fuck up. Um, right. but, <laughs> but yeah, man. So like, every step I take, like I, I can, I can fill it out. I can feel when I don't want to be places. I'm telling people no now in a way better way than I've never told people before. Like just being a dad has given me a lot more, I don't, I don't know, just grown up energy. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and clair, and clairvoyance in a way, you know? So mm-hmm. um, that that's, yeah, that's how that's helped. And that's, that's what it's like. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's nice to be able to, you know, kind of leave the, leave leave the party in the past you know not all the time oh wait 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 i still i still have fun Hold on. <laughs> yeah i was gonna Hold say on. not all the time but, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know it is nice to like you know you get that random call and it's like yo let's go out and do this and do that and it's like eh, i gotta i gotta play cool tonight um, <laughs> right. yeah it is nice to say no every once in a while i mean i'm in that yeah. i'm in that position myself <laughs> but yeah. um Talk to me a little bit about how COVID kind of impacted your your musical career. Uh, it gave me more time. Um, I think it gave everyone more time. So I, I, that's a that's a thing. Uh, some in good ways, some in bad ways. But to me, it it took away my reliance on productivity. So it, what I mean by that is productivity has always been the thing that gave me my worth. The more, the more prolific I was, the more worthy I was of something, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but with COVID, one, there was stimulus money. So there was money being given out without productivity. Mm-hmm. There was, I was getting unemployment. So there was money being given out again without productivity. So giving me time to 
do what I want. Um, I was all, I did also start finding a job at, at one point and that, that, but then I quit that job because I realized I didn't like that job. Um, and I started doing, I started moving. That's when I started moving intuitively. So it was a little mm -hmm. bit before the kid. So I, it was a little bit before the kid. Um, and I started getting jobs. I started paying more. Um, and after that, I was supposed to go to college uh, at USC. I was supposed to go to get my master's. Uh, but, and I was having kids. So that kind of COVID just like everything just fucked me up and pushed me back. I'm sorry. Can I cuss on, on the podcast? I've already cussed before. But all right. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, so, so everything, everything fucked me up and pushed me back a little bit further. And with pushing me back, it gave me the time to write Tierra. Mm -hmm. um, and so Tierra, I think, was one of the, my best musical projects because it gave me, I had the confidence to experiment. I had everything I needed. Um, so I don't know, like COVID just for, for me, I mean, even though I was, you know, weary, I'm staying safe and I'm just trying to stay, stay home, but it really like was, it gave me space. It gave me time to create and it gave me confidence in myself. Yeah. It, it just taught me, I mean, I don't know. I had time to sit at home and be me. So, right. and, and deal with me. So now I know who I am. Um, in a, in a better way than I did before. Uh, and so, yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's kind of like a common theme on the show that like, you know, when we, when we get to this point of the conversation, like everyone kind of feels like it was a good time to like find yourself, um, really good time to experiment. Um, you know, you had just the ability to, like you said, just kind of like slow down and just be, you know, be yourself. Yeah. And I mean, that's like one of the coolest things. Um, I mean, from a musical standpoint, I know like myself, uh, friends of mine, you know, guys that we all used to be in bands together and stuff. Like we haven't played music in years and years and years. And, uh, dude, 2020 rolled around and all of a sudden I find myself upstairs just jamming on my guitar again because mm -hmm. I, I had time to do it. And it was so awesome, man. It like really, kind of put me back into my childhood a little bit. And I was just like, this is awesome. I can work a little yeah. bit. I can do a little bit of, you know, video editing or something during the day. And then I can take a break and I can go play my guitar for a little while. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, dude, it was cool. Yeah. It, um, it's not bad to slow down. I think that's like the silver lining behind this whole entire thing. Mm -hmm. It was just, uh, you know, stuff like that. But And, you know, the, and the shakeup of the system. I, I enjoy that. Oh, I yeah. enjoy that, that, um, so capitalism is a little bit uh it, it's a little bit it it's showing some flaws that we need to fix now you yeah, know and that's absolutely that, i appreciate that so so do i <laughs> absolutely yeah i'm like i'm the guy who's uh i always i always make this joke to like my wife and my buddies i'm just like yo i'm the dude who's always like i see like a tornado warning on tv and i'm like oh man what's gonna happen and then like i don't really want to see it but i kind of want to see what would happen you know, you know? <laughs> it's like you you're intrigued with chaos exactly. <laughs> um so talk to me about the production company that's like when did that come to be is that right after school or is that something more recent that um that happened during high school i skipped over that uh, that happened at 17 um that so when you want to be a rapper Mm -hmm. You want to be on shows like you have to be on shows, but people don't put you on shows because who the hell are you? Right. right. You just started rapping yesterday. Uh, so I was like, well, fuck y'all. I'm going to 
put myself in my own shows. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I was going to the principal at like 17 and I'm like, Hey, uh, can I put a show in those? Can I like do a show like here? And, you know, Kappa like was one of those places. You're artsy fartsy. You want to do a show? We're going to help you do a show. So um, I would do shows every once in a while at Kappa. Um, once after Kappa, I would like, I would start like doing shows outside, like in, in, in other studios. And so I'm, I'm putting up my own money at this point. I'm a 17 year old, 18 year old, 19 year old young man, like just making the little bit of money that I'm making probably like $10 an hour and, you know, putting mm -hmm. on shows. Um, and then it, it just started growing. Um, so there was a point obviously where I had to be like, okay, I have to make this an actual company. I'm just yelling out high five productions in music and, and I'm putting it on flyers, but that doesn't really make it exist. Uh, so around 22, I, I like go to the bank. I set up the business account. I do everything that I got to do. Um, and I get a team a little bit earlier than that, uh, Ryan and, and Nick. So they start helping me uh, manage the company as well. Um, and so like, that's just kind of how that unfolded, but kind of funny how I got them on my team. Uh, I like reached out on Facebook. Um, I was like, man, I really need help. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, I, I was like, man, this shit is hard. Like I, it's first, like I, you do production. It, mm -hmm. It's very hard to do all of this shit yourself to email everyone yeah. to, to put it up on social media, to like, just make sure you have the content yourself. Oh mm -hmm. my God, it's all of it. Right. And editing the content and yada, yada, yada. yada. It's fucking but, bonkers. <laughs> I like, I literally, this year I ended up hiring a, uh, a social media a girl and, and she literally is the only reason that everything is like as organized and, and that, you know, put together as yeah. it is. It's nuts. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's not. So I said on Facebook, I need help. Um, and then Nick, I guess he like, he just messaged me and he's like, dude, look, I don't know anything about anything you're asking me to do, but I see that you have passion and you are, you're, you're, you're putting it, all you're putting your all towards this so mm -hmm. i'm going to i would love to help so I, i'm like you know teaching them what he needs to know as he goes along through like the mistakes i've made and just you know all the, all of the stuff um and so he comes on board but then we need a social media manager i'm like i can't do this we so we <laughs> we go on facebook we go on facebook again and we're like hey we need help and then ryan he's like hey it's same situation i don't know anything about this but i'm willing to help you look passionate about what you're doing Mm -hmm. I see you all the time on Facebook pushing it. So, yeah. And then Ryan hops on and, and that's how like high five started gaining momentum as a team. And now we're, I'm trying to get a actual studio. I am trying to buy a building and put nice. audio engineers in there, vocal booths in there space for performance. I am trying to do it all. So that is, that is on the books now. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, there's, you know, a bunch of different types of people, but there's like two mainly that you can think of, you know, and it's just kind of like, like you were talking about, like, you know, you want to get recognition for what you're doing. Well, how do you do that? You have to have a bigger footprint than just saying, Hey, I am this person or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, this podcast, the podcast kind of took off because I realized that, I wasn't the star of the show at all. I'm just the guy who kind of steers the ship and hits the record button. Everybody wants to listen to my guests. And that's yeah. what I really realized was just like, 
the people that I am having on to the show are what drives, you know, the engagement on the show. So it was just, once you realize that, you know, you're making, you're making a bigger footprint by doing something this way. Um, you know, you really start to, you can grow very fast. It's very nice. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. So <laughs> are the guys that are helping you out, did they, are they musicians as well? Uh, in a way. Yeah. So, uh, well actually, yeah. So Ryan, definitely, uh, fully, fully musician. He's a music teacher. He mm -hmm. plays trumpet. Uh, and he like, can he, sometimes he made the beat for garden. Um, oh, nice. don't know. Yeah. yeah. So Ryan is put on big, big, uh, money truck Ryan fast. Give me a second. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Ryan made the beat for garden. Um, so Ryan is a musician all the way. Uh, Nick, he was a percussionist when he was younger. So he was in band, but he's not very, um, music, music all the time. You know, he listens to a lot of music though. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's cool. I was watching a video on your, uh, on your site and it was you, uh, were you, was it garden that you were performing? Mm -hmm. Could have been. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, dude, it was really cool. So it was you, um, and really kind of all I could see was you, um, an acoustic guitarist, which was mm -hmm. really cool. That really like piqued my interest. Steven. Yeah. Uh, Steven, Steven Shine. And uh, two backup singers. Yes. Sage Smith and Angelia Taylor. So where were you guys at whenever you were, uh, when you were performing we were, that live? We were in my girlfriend's mother's garage. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have to rewatch that because I looked at it and I was like, oh man, this looks like a really cool, like venue type. Like it, I thought it was like a Sunday brunch or something. Oh, bro! I am, pretty nice I am. I am the master at taking shit and making it look like gold, dude. Like, and it's not just me. It's obviously like my team. We all like sit there and we think like, okay, like we. So I mean, like, like I said, wow, we're doing this all out of our pockets, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and and I make I make enough money for a twenty five year old, but damn it, I don't make an, enough money to run a damn <laughs> production company. Like, I need I do need the residuals. You know, I yeah. do need that done. Um, so, but we try to do the best we can with our creativity because when when you have limited resources, your creativity mm -hmm. has to be on point, like oh. on point, like no other. And so, like that's like basically like that's what we're what we're going for at all times. We're like, all right, so we have this garage, we have this wall. How do we make this wall look? Like we're, you know, like, how do we make it a performance? Like I haven't performed in months, you know what I mean? So like, this yeah. is my first performance in months. Like this is the first performance people are going to see in months. How am I going to make it as good as when I was at Mr. Smalls? Cause that was my last performance. When I'm at Mr. Smalls yeah. performing with lighting and a drummer and a DJ, how do I make this show look as good as that? And it's like, all right, well, we're going to do it. We're going to do it with some damn, some, some plastic plants and, and, uh, and, um, tablecloth and like we're going to do it oh, yeah. like and, dude that's and, what i was saying yeah. i thought you were like at a sunday brunch somewhere fancy and i was like this is like this is awesome where the hell is this place <laughs> mom's garage <laughs> that's so neat that's so awesome man very gotta do very what you gotta cool. do man so your last show was at mr smalls talk to me yeah. about that 
Was that before? That was before COVID, I imagine. Yes, bro. That was uh, that was Feb- February something. I don't know. February. Yeah. There was a seven to it. I don't know. Seventeen, twenty-seven, seven. I don't know. But it was Mr. Smalls. The show was called Linsanity, right? So it was. I performed for an hour. Um, it was fun as shit. Uh, I had no problem performing for an hour. If people don't know, I did musicals all through high school. Performing for an hour ain't shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like jumping around and doing all of that. It's fun. But um, yeah, so I had like Lynn Sanity. I, it was at Mr. Smalls. It was put, put on by, oh, I don't know. It was an Opus, Opus one. So they, um, they, are, they host a lot of shows at Mr. Smalls and they messaged me and was like, hey, would you like to be a headliner at Mr. Smalls? And I believe the reason why they asked me is because I opened for Bone Thugs and Harmony earlier that November. Oh, dang. They like really enjoy. I remember a dude coming up to me like, hey, we'll work again. Um, and so we did. Uh, that was really awesome. But so, yeah, man, that was like one of the greatest shows of my life. I was able to put that on uh, and get many people there. It wasn't like the craziest show. Like it wasn't like the craziest. And it wasn't Bone Thugs and Harmony. I'll tell you that. Like yeah. there was so many people there. But it was it was sincere. It was the people who I've really touched. So to see like 50 people that I actually engage with show up, you know, and I'm performing at Mr. Smalls and you know what I mean? And they brought some of their friends and, mm-hmm. and even some people who I got to buy tickets, um, even though they didn't come, I'm really good at that. I'm like, Oh, you could still support, you know? And then they're like, all right, well, I'll buy one and donate it. So like, you know, if you come to my shows, most likely there will be donated tickets and, and you can probably get it for free. Just ask. Yeah. Uh, that's, but yeah, like it was, it was really like, it was something else like just for your last show to be really genuine and, and called Lent Sanity was really cool. So that was, that was, a, that was awesome. That's awesome, man. So talk to me about the Bone Thugs Harmony show. How <laughs> right, so like, that one was amazing. Um, yeah. That uh, to like open. So I was like right before them. So there was many Pittsburgh artists that opened before them. Like, um, I believe like shout out to uh, Treble and LS. Uh, I believe there's a person, uh, DJ Femi, I believe she was uh, DJing. Um, but I got to like literally go right before them. Um, so when the crowd was at its height, you know, oh, yeah. and, and that, at that point, that's, that's right after that's universe 25, like universe 25 just, just released. Um, so I'm performing universe 25. And so that's the hottest shit I had then mm-hmm. um, at that point. Um, and they loved it. Like, I just like really was like, you could, the videos that I have of it was like, damn, this man's rocking the stage. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I don't know, man. It was like those, those two years, 2019 and 2020, um, before the pandemic were like, even after the pandemic were amazing, but like just for performance wise, I was really catching footing. I was really getting paid. I was mm-hmm. starting to see that okay, this is something that I can do, you know? And like, I'm opening up for headliners now. So like, I can do this, like, yeah, you know, so let's do this is, is how I was feeling. Nice. And that's, that's kind of where I wanted to be right here. So what are you going to do? What is the future for you to keep rolling with that momentum? Even though we had this break, how are you going to take that, that 2019, 2020 energy and use it to, to go forward? Ah, oh, man. Cause this one's about shit. I'm all about strategy now. I guess having mm-hmm. a kid is about strategy. So I'm just been honestly going forward. All right. So the next steps for me, 
Um, I will be releasing some more music, but right now I'm in no fucking hurry. Uh, yeah. Tiara was beautiful, so let her, let 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 that sit for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be going to get my master's at USC in music industry, so that's that's a, a big step. I'm sure for my company, and I'm sure for connections, and I'm wow. sure just for my music uh, to be able to live in LA and be in the music industry. That's awesome. Um, and just getting this money. Can I say that? Can I, Absolutely. That's, that's really my next steps. It's, it's not necessarily just focused on the music because music is a part of me. Music has mm-hmm. always been a part of me. Music will always fall out of me. That is how that will work. But I am focused on the money and I am focused on financial independence right now. And, and how can I make that happen for me and my family? Yeah. And music will be a tool to, to, to make that happen. But music will also just be a byproduct of that financial independence and of that freedom that I have. So that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's kind of the next steps. Like I'm just going with the flow. Like, like I said, music will always be there. So I'm just living now. <laughs> that's good, man. One yeah. thing that I really noticed that I really admire is the kind of your, um, your dependence on education. I really, that's something that's like, I've, I've grown up with a bunch of guys that are in bands and, uh, you know, performers and stuff, and they've hit it big. They're touring Australia and mm-hmm. Europe and, and all this stuff. And, you know, a, the plan, uh, you know, when you hit it big, when you're a young guy is to drop everything and go. And the thing that I really admire about you is the fact that you have what, this is going to be your third, third college mm-hmm. that you're talking about. USC will be number three for you. Oh no. Number two, number two, number two. Okay. So Seton Hill. And then, um, yeah. So it's just like, dude, very cool that, um, you know, you realize that that's, that's an important part of your strategy is the educational part of it. And, uh, dude, I'm really excited to see how that sets you apart from everybody else. Word. Yeah, man. I, I, I appreciate it. I always think like, so there's always multiple investments you got to make. I really think school is just an investment for mm-hmm. me. Honestly, I, I don't believe in a lot of the traditional ways and how things are being taught. I don't believe in school that much. I am a teacher in many ways. Um, but yeah, man, I, I believe in the connections that I, I believe in. Look, look you're, at, you're at a certain age with a certain group of people who are all really ambitious and are trying to do things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, that's, that's what school is to me. It's like a... It, it, I'm, I'm here for the experience of school and the investment of it. And, and yeah, so I, and I believe in it. And I'm good at it. I mean, like, you yeah. know, I'm good at memorization. I'm good at learning things. I like to learn. I'm a scholar by, by trade, I would say, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's, I guess that's where the school comes in. So, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's really cool. There's, there's a, few mus- a few musicians that I know of that really used their, their training in college, you know, in their musical career. I mean, like, John Mayer. He was a, went to Juilliard. I mean, that's like, you know, and that's what you hear about that guy is that, oh my God, he's the best guitar player alive right now. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, Eric Clapton calls the guy the best guitar player in the world. So, you know, to be John Mayer and sitting there and thinking like, well, yeah, I mean, he was probably pretty good without the college, but to be in there and be, you know, trained and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. It's Dude. the discipline, man. The yeah. discipline that will come from, from school, man, that you will get nowhere else. I mean, you mm-hmm. could probably get it if you're, if you're, uh, 
Michael Jackson and your dad making you do that shit at five. Like that, you'll, you'll get dead. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's really, it's the discipline that comes from school, the discipline and the learning that, and, and the cheat codes that you learn, that you right. paid for. You paid thousands of dollars. I better learn some damn cheat codes on how I can be better. You know? Oh, God, man. <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, I just want to thank you for uh, chatting with me today. I think uh, it was a, it was a good time. I had a really great time talking to you, learned a lot. And um, can you tell us where, where people can find you at on the internet? Yeah, man, no problem. Uh, so you can find me at high5music.co.co, not .com. People always are like, uh, I did it wrong. Your, your email is wrong. No, you spelled it wrong. It's co. <laughs> so that's H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E-M-U-S-I-C dot C-O. You can find everything about my music, about my company there. Um, you can also find me on Twitter. Um, you can search up Lenstar. I'm sure you'll find me. But if you look up S-T-O-A-S-T-A, Stosta, it's like a nickname I was given when I was really young. If you look that up, you will find me everywhere because that's the only unique name. Nobody has ever had that, right? right. <laughs> um, so I'm on Twitter. I'm on uh, Instagram under Stosta. And you want to look me up on Facebook, it's Lone Star. So, yeah, that awesome. is me. That is where you'll find me. All right, so my thank bro. you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. I'm really happy that uh, we got a chance to talk. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what you do, man. It's the energy that I can, I can feel from just us having this chat. Is, it's awesome, man. It's inspiring. Really makes me uh, want to get some shit done today. Oh man, thank you, man. Thank you. That's oh, yeah. funny because I am not doing a damn thing today. I'm in Vegas oh, yeah. and I'm yeah, just I'm gonna, chill. I'm gonna let you get back to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> My dude, man. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you so right. much for having me. Thanks a lot, man. No problem. Peace. All right, there goes Lynn Starr. What an awesome dude. And honestly, you can find him all over the internet. And I mean like all over. He's on Instagram. Twitter, Facebook, uh, he's on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, the dude's all over the place. He's on WYEP all week long. You got to check him out. Um, just get out there, connect with him, support him, share this episode, and uh, let him know you're, you're really appreciative of what he's doing as an artist. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>